From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul, agents led by Son of Call. Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chilling, watching Netflix. How much time's gone by? We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the Rebels. Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black. True Detective bombed at second crack. The Walking Dead. Arrow and the Flash. It's our DC superhero chat. It's the third week since the mid-season break. Mitch, Terry, hello. Hello. Benjamin, good yes. to see you. Is it the third week back from the mid-season break? It's all happening so quickly, probably because <laughs> we've been so far behind the eight ball. <laughs> our podcast literally every three days. Now I'm, <laughs> now I'm keen to get right into Supergirl. So, uh, Mitch, you're going to put up all the time codes and all the rest of it so people can skip around if they yep. want to. Yep, pick your own order of how you like to listen to this. I mean, it might not make sense depending on what we say, but, you know, hey, play your own game, guys. Sure, do Face your own your thing. Hands. Yeah. So, Supergirl. Uh, first thing I'd like to bring up, Mars is colonised. Yeah, yeah, that answered your question from the last one. It seems like uh, we, we posed all these questions and then we, I watched the episode and I'm like ticking them off in my head going, <laughs> yep, yep, we asked that. Yep, oh, good, we know about that now. Okay, excellent, great. Obviously, that's a different Earth to ours because are we going to say that Barry and Oliver are in our Earths? Yeah, yes. for We're going to claim yeah. them. Yeah. Yes. We'll claim them. So that means there may not be a Mars rover in that because <laughs> otherwise what the hell is it doing yeah it's definitely not doing its job because that, that seemed to be a big thing it wasn't like they were in hiding for the last couple of hundred years and they were all of a sudden making a resurgence or anything like that they, they definitely sounded like they were um, you know powering on from the, what we've always seen in their flashbacks and things like that yeah yeah or NASA's been lying to us yeah NASA, NASA is the Martians oh. <laughs> prediction <laughs> no I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not putting that one down don't write that one down so we got to see, again, another question answered with why it took so long for them to come and get her, and indeed, why were they coming? Because it was uh, her husband. Yes. Finally caught up with her. It was kind of, it was, uh, I guess, two types of films that this episode was almost influenced by, I want to say, because I'll get to the second one and the main one uh, later, but it was a bit like, you know, the new boyfriend in John Jones protecting his girlfriend from her ex-husband sort of thing. It was almost a bit like a horror movie or a thriller sort of thing where you got the psychotic ex, you know, it was <laughs> there was that nature to it. He just happened to be a Martian shapeshifter, sure. Yeah, I, I like their uh, their relationship uh, come a little bit uh, more out in the open this week because you've always looked at John Jones and he hates her, but you can tell he doesn't fully hate her, otherwise he wouldn't tolerate her coming around and, and keeping her around. And they just full blown admitted their feelings to each other. It was kind of uh, kind of nice until the end, and then she left. Yeah, <laughs> hang on a minute. What? Thanks for saving my life from literally two Martians. I'm now going to go back to Mars and face almost certain death at the hands of thousands of them that all want my blood for becoming a traitor. Uh, I don't know. It seems a little unbelievable that... How, how come the husband knows, but, you know, I'm assuming the, the commanders and generals and all the rest of it don't know that she's on Earth and to go and punish her, or indeed that there's a green marsh in there. Why don't they go and clean him up? Yeah. It's just... But no, she. Oh, we've got a husband who is a bit upset, so that makes sense. <laughs> all right, so I want to call shenanigans on something. Okay. <clears throat> yes. 
He Wonder points if- out the scar on his face mm-hmm. and goes, this is what you did to me last time. Mm-hmm. So if they are, and to coin a Star Trekism, if if they are changelings, if they are shapeshifters, then... Why, Why have the scar in yeah. the human form? I yeah. mean, fair enough if he had the scar as the White Martian as his self. But why the scar? <laughs> the... Unless he manufactured it to prove, like, for drama. Yeah, which is the only thing that we can put it down to. And it's ridiculous and makes no real sense uh, for storytelling uh, as far as the show goes. Dude, you can make yourself look like George Clooney. Yeah. What are you doing? Of course you go down and you make yourself look like a thug who just got out of prison for 10 years for battery and assault. Like, that's obviously the guy that he came down to look like. You yeah. know, Like you said, he absolutely could have looked like this, you know, Calvin Klein model. No, 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 no. That would have thrown us off. We want to make it nice and obvious for the audience. So this guy who looks like a bad guy, <laughs> guess what? He's a bad guy. Yeah. Which, I don't know, fair enough, but come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> mate, mate, if he looked like mon yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll be like, oh, I think he's too pretty. Yeah. He can't be that bad because look at him. <laughs> he's hot. Yeah. He can't be that bad. Well, the other movie that uh, it, it, it was to me, it was The Thing. It was absolutely The Thing when they go, hang on, The Martian is here. It could be any one of us. Cut to ad break, come back. They're all around the table looking at each other going, okay, well, how are we going to figure out which one of us it is? Very much like the end of John Carpenter's The Thing. They're all trying to figure out. They know it's not them, so it has to be somebody else. But, of yeah. course, one of them's lying. Like I actually liked when the episode became that. And in hindsight, um, immediate hindsight, I was like, oh, it didn't really last that long. But when you sit back and think, that was a good chunk of the episode was this sort of sub-horror movie sort of theme and feel to it. It was cool. A, a couple of things. I'm feeling like I'm... Terry with Arrow. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I feel the same way about this episode, actually. Yeah, there's just so many little things. Like, Wynn was there because I rewound it and made sure that he was in the room Mm. to start with, and he was. But then John Jones was fighting with the White Martian, and then the lights went out. Two seconds later, Wynn was just there, but he and Alex were way down in the corridors somewhere. How did he get from there to there so quickly? Yeah. Shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing, when they revealed that it was going to be, there's actually two Martians out there. Because my first thought, or maybe not my first thought when they raised that question, who the white Martian is in the room, but when Alex left Detective Hot and said, look, I've, I've got to go talk Maggie. to Kara. Maggie. <laughs> no, like, I'm I'm like, oh, that's it. no look, good. I'll, I'll, know her name. Look, I'll write it down, but I'm not going to use it. <laughs> She leaves Detective Hot before they go to... Of course, like, it's just so funny that the two lesbian characters on the show want to go and see a band called the Bare Naked Ladies. Look, I, I love the Bare Naked Ladies as much as the next guy from the from the 90s, but um, that was a little bit of a... That was a little cheeky fun. Yeah. That was a bit of fun. Uh, and she goes, leaves the, the apartment wearing well, she's, her... Yeah, I wrote wearing, the same yeah, thing down. Wearing her tour T-shirt yes. from a previous show. Yeah. She's, I'm just going to go see... I just need to talk to her. I feel really bad. Cut to the DEO. She's, She's in, in her, her uniform. full garb, gun in the holster, on the side, getting around in a Scarlet Johansson Black Widow latex thing. And I'm like, hang on. You Why look, did you yeah. need to do that just to have just a to conversation have a with her? Well, maybe, maybe it's a it's a protocol thing. If you enter the base, you have to be in uniform. Call, Anyone can I get into that bullshit. goddamn base, though. Wynn's been bullshit. getting in there. Monel gets yeah, in whenever exactly. he wants. Detective Hot seems to come in. She didn't even work there. 
And then no. when we discovered, see, even this all doesn't make sense either, but we discovered that there was the second um, Martian and it happened to be Alex. I thought, well, okay, maybe the Alex that's in the little cocoony thing is still wearing the, t- the band T-shirt and stuff. No, she's still definitely wearing the uniform. Oh, okay. Well, see, that makes thought, me feel a little bit better about it then because I, I did look for it, but I... I didn't take any notice. I thought maybe that stuff no, that I looked she was as well. trapped I was in. Like, it was yeah. What's she going to be in? Because I thought exactly the same as you. Yeah. And she was still wearing. That the... would have been the saving grace to me if she was wearing the t- t- yep, t-shirt. Yeah, but she wasn't. But then the shapeshifter um, ha- has well, to look like the person that they're shapeshifting into. Yeah. Including the uniform. So no, sorry. That that is the saving grace actually that she was wearing that. It doesn't make sense why she would need to change to go to the DEO. Mm. Unless, you know, we really dive deep into her character and if she like, leaves her apartment, she's always got to be ready for duty and all that sort of shit. But it's a fluffy show. It's not getting into that depths of a character. She should have just showed up. Hell, Kara can fly at the speed of light. Really? <laughs> she could have just buzzed her and said, hey, can you just come over for a second? I need to have a word with you. Yep. Have a word with her. Great. No, they all needed to get to the office, which is fine. But why does she need to get into a combat uniform? Yeah, it was. I, we all thought it. I don't think there are any answers for you today, no, Mitch. Just you know, it's it's a nitpick that became something much bigger, I guess, throughout <laughs> the episode. So, so and it was like they mirrored each other. Uh, Kara and Alex were walking around looking for the thing, mm-hmm. and they stop and have a D and M. And I'm watching yeah. them going. Are you serious? Have you got time for this? That's exactly what we said. Who's got time for this? I mean, it could be anywhere you're turning your back on it. Ridiculous. Cut to the next scene. It's John Jones and old mate. Same thing. They stop down and do the exact same scene, but two different characters. I'm like... Wait, you're old. Are you searching or having a DNM? What What is going on here? And I can excuse the likes of Kara and Alex doing it because they're sort of you know sisters that have got a little bit of a thing happening between them throughout the day. But John Jones, he's like pretty switched on. It's very black or white with him for me. Like I I don't see. What, then again, maybe McGann is his. It's his soft spot, as it was when he literally broke stride in yep. their hunt for an alien assassin to say. Look, I've got serious feelings for you, and I'm going to protect you forever. Sorry about the bombshell, but this is going to happen, and it's going to happen for good. And she's like, whoa, that's a big move. Boom, she's starting to get killed by her ex-husband. So, uh, yeah, a lot of DNMing going on. Yeah. When we- there was really no time for it. Yeah. No, I, no I time for it. Didn't mind it so much, that uh, development between the Martian characters, though, whereas Kara, it was a little bit of a, a hangover, I guess, from last week, where she, uh, I think we all felt that she was being a little bit childish in the way yeah. that she... And the uh, episode started the same, yeah. when she was in the bar and explaining oh, why she doesn't like him party. anymore. Oh. Well, then, oh. then, and then when um, fake Alex actually did talk to her oh, and said... Oh, she said, what are you going to do? You're going to whine at me? Yeah. <laughs> she goes, and she goes, no, sorry, I was being immature. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then she turned around and went like this to the camera. This is a very good audio thing to do, but yeah. it's a facial. You guys hopefully will get it. She went, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to look like, to just, the audience, just roll the like, eyes like, no, I'm not. What? Exactly what but I just said. But actually, you are. So it's for so just a second, I'm like, oh, cool. Again, everything that we spoke of, yeah. she's being an immature little <laughs> And then at the end, she gets her own way with Alex coming with the birthday cake. and it's like With power to the girls on the yeah. T-shirt. I mean... What's all that about? I know. I actually is that her Trump thing where she went? You remember she was at that anti-Trump protest? With the sign, you can't grab my pussy, or it's made of steel, or something like that. Power to the girls. Was that what it's written on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder whether that's the same thing. But it wouldn't have been shot at the same time. Watches Supergirl. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine him there. (laughs) 
In his pink pajamas. He's, in, he's eating popcorn and they go, There's a second Martian. It's Alex. And he's like, What? I did not see that coming. Ah, oh, so good. Oh, he's so got good. time. He's got time. So, um, the only other thing that I, I just want to say, because I feel like I want to get all my negatives out. Um, the same bullshit cliche that I had a problem with last week. Yeah, I wrote that down. Yep. Mitch is going to be pissed off. The very last thing of the episode. Whereas last week, you know, she went to have a conversation with Jimmy about uh, oh, oh, which which way did it go? Uh, no, Jimmy wanted to come and tell her about being yeah, 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 the, uh, the Guardian and then she goes, hang on a second, I just want to tell yeah, you how much I hate yeah. vigilantes. Yes. Oh, sorry, what do you want to say? Oh, nothing, sorry. Now this one as well, she goes up to Monel and, and as to tell him, I maybe do like you, I was just afraid of what it might have meant. He's got another girlfriend. He goes on and says, oh, what a mistake it would have been for us to get together. She's like, oh, really? So you friends? Like she went out of her way to really kind of tell him what she thought and why she thought what he was about to do with Miss Tassmarker was the wrong thing because she liked him and he's like, oh, what do you, what do you, what do you want to do? And I'm like, see, this is the peanut man. Don't even waste your time with him, Kara. He's an inept idiot until he reveals himself to the prince. Terry, <laughs> absolutely. And this whole thing is a charade. I just thought, come on, twice in the same show in two weeks, you use this stupid cliche yeah. Why people can't find out what they really want to be told. And speaking of complaining and finding out things, it's been told to us so many times that the green Martians and the white Martians can sense each other. Yes. Yeah. So surely... When they were standing in the room, is that what you're going to say? Well, when they were standing in the room and then, then John Jones goes, no, somehow I'm being oh, psychically, psychically blocked. blocked. Mm. What? what a load of horse shit. Well, either it's on or it's <laughs> off, dude. And... <laughs> Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe they've worked out how to do it over the year three hundred years or whatever. No. But I don't know. Psychic interference. Are we, are we done with? Are we done with shit canning it? Because there are a couple of things I'd like to bring up in a more positive light. Yes. Well, I will. I will transition from shit canning into something <laughs> fun where you can take over. My transition segue here is when really has come a long way from being the IT guy who fixed printers around Catco <laughs> to knowing how to hack alien tech to be able to stop a nuclear disaster in the middle of a city. Yeah. Yep. So, well done, Win. Hats off to Win. After being attacked <laughs> yeah. and held hostage and doubled by an alien. And the DEO only has those six people in the building. Yeah. Mate, it's after hours. They it's an alien threat, but they're still clocking off at five. <laughs> Unbelievable. Away to you, Ben. Let's start on the good stuff about this episode. Well, it's more just a, an observation. So going back to when they were in the bar, the ex-husband White Martian came into the bar. He said something interesting, and I rewound it again just to see what exactly he said. And he said, we already exterminated all the vermin off the planet. And then he said... Well, the ones who thought were better than us. Ah. I don't even remember that. So does that mean some greens are still alive on Mars? Yeah. And could it be the wife or the daughter? Oh, Oh, John Jones is... Yeah. Does Miss Martian go back to Mars and find them herself? It's another 2017 get into geek prediction. Because (laughs) his wife is really alive. Didn't he see them die though? He's, I'm sure he said he watched them yeah. be killed. But, but that's it's a comic book. What's yeah. the rule? Yeah. Nerd. No one ever really dies. It's yeah. a nerd rule. Ah. Yeah. Unless it just means that there are some green Martians there and in some future episode or story arc or entire season probably, they have John Jones wants to go and rescue or liberate the remaining green Martians. Yeah. Anyway... It was just something I picked up on. I thought, 
you guys might have had something. Didn't even notice it. No, that, that breeze passed me too. Good pickup, Ben. Thank you. It's amazing <laughs> what you hear when you're not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually did really like the uh, the Martian fight where you had the two Martians fighting, the green Martians fighting the white Martian. It, you know, it sucks that... Why did she become a green Martian? Because she doesn't like who I she was know, as a white. Like a so a she's... Pretender. And yeah, but it's kind of like a. She's a lot better looking as the green than the white. Well, yes, gotta, definitely. Yes. Yes. The whites are pretty ugly. Despite what they said, like it was, it was getting full like genocide, you know, Nazi and Jews sort of situation where the, the 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 white Martian when he saw that his ex-wife had become green, he's like, "You look like a monster when you look like." Yeah. That. I'm like, yeah. whoa, bro. You can not like them, but I mean... And have you got a mirror? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at you. I don't know where one bit of you starts. and all, It's all, an it's abomination what's going on there. But I thought that fight looked really cool. It sucks that obviously the, the, the budget doesn't allow for them to, to pump a lot more money into the special effects to have... I, I, I still don't know why you can't have the guy who plays John Jones wear makeup and prosthetics because they've modelled what... Jean Jones the Martian in his green form looks like off the actor that plays him as a human. Um, I don't see why he couldn't do it. Then you could see Martian Manhunter fighting a lot more than what he does because there was a moment in this towards the end of the episode where he'd obviously been drained. Like he he just went through that big fight. Mm. Uh, McGann, you know, killed the bloke, but he was he was getting killed by this green uh, by the white Martian. He was ready to die, and then as the fight ended, his way of almost like resting was what I, I only interpret as being some kind of heightened mental state and energy to put the form of a human back on? Like, wouldn't you think that would take a mental capacity like of, of constant concentration in a way? Like, wouldn't that take up more bodily energy to keep a human form? But it saves the show some money on the special effects department, <laughs> the visual effects. So, And we're used to seeing him like that. Yeah, exactly. I know that. But it just sucks. Like, I just feel like if this was a comic book, if you were watching the comic book version of that story you'd very rarely see the human form in that situation. It'd be, for the rest of the episode, just two green Martians walking around chatting to each other because that's their most natural form. They talk about how they're so, they feel so natural and free with each other and yet they're doing it as humans. And if ever one of them was unconscious, you would think that they would revert to their normal state. Yes. Yeah. So in John, about, you yeah. know, but anyway, whatever. Yeah. Shall we move on to Flash? Yes. All right. That was a good episode. Oh, well, Terry, please lead us off. <laughs> the race off. That was kind of cool. But I actually have a question. Okay, so when Barry started getting really, really fast, probably, I think season one, and he ac- he was going so fast he accidentally did the time. Remember he'd see himself? Yes, yeah, yeah. So how come that's not happening with Wally? Because he is now as fast as Barry was back then, if mm. not faster. Why isn't he accidentally doing the the time jumpy things. I actually don't think he is as fast as Barry was. At I sorry, at the same point as Barry was, he was He's as supposed fast, to be faster. So he's faster. Yeah. But I don't think he is at that point yet. But if they were doing the race off at the beginning, you know how they were, they were racing? Yeah. If Barry's that much faster than Wally, then it shouldn't have just been a, a split second, you know, he won, finished. And if he was running that fast, he should have also done the time thing as well. Mm. It's not a bad point. I, I honestly hadn't even thought about that. Um, yeah, because if they haven't covered it yet, then you've got to think they've at least got to address it at some point. 
even if it's between episodes and they say, oh, well, thank God we skipped that level or something, but they should acknowledge it. You're right, because this is stuff that's been set up as canon uh, in in the show, uh, especially in, on the, the process to becoming a speedster. Yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't thought about that, and that's it's immediately going to raise some questions for me, I think, for every episode ongoing, yeah. Yeah, well, because every time he went faster than usual, he would accidentally mm. go through time. So, yeah, I think Wally should be as well. Yeah. Um, I thought the phasing, he's learning how to phase and Barry shows him he's phasing with his hand, just his hand through the wall. So then Wally goes and tries to phase his entire body and runs at the wall. I'm thinking, why so did he stupid. just phase his arm <laughs> That's, through the wall? We, all, we were sitting there watching and said the same thing. We're like, really? what is that all about? <laughs> I guess he's trying to get uh, some speed up, some momentum. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But seriously, that's ridiculous. It was a bit. It was a very cool move to see when they were in that race, Flash, like, running so fast as he was to immediately start phasing through an entire building. That was cool. That did look really, really cool. Yeah. And you're right, that, for that to be the first episode, uh, part of the episode, I actually really liked that it didn't start off with... You know, a new meta pops up out of a dark corner, kills someone in a fancy way, then cut to credits. You know, it very much was uh, the race, and then it cut to the credits. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. And then they find a dead body. You don't, you don't know. It's almost taking Jesse L. Martin, Joe's character, back to his Law and Order days, where it would start off with cops around a dead body. You know, you didn't necessarily see it happen. And I, mm. I know it's just a bit of a different way to start <clears throat> because really, this was a bit of a another villain of the week type episode I really liked the power that the villain had but mm-hmm. you know another throwaway character you never have to address him again and you know have anyone like him show up again so I liked that they started it off with something not only different but it was, it was actually fun. really fun yeah, yeah really cool because that's what you that's what you want to see just two super powered people just going at it it's cool yeah it was good to have villain of the week but still remaining true to the character they still are working towards yeah. saving yep. your favourite character Terry Iris Iris, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny, though, with Barry helping Wally. Do you remember last week we were talking about um, how Miss High and Mighty Supergirl is being so high and mighty with Monel and telling him what he should do, and then the difference between how Barry is teaching Wally? And then we saw more of that in last night's, or whenever mm-hmm. it was, episode, where Barry was really trying to show Wally what he can do yeah. as opposed to just um, be all high and mighty about it like the other one. Yeah. Like. It's never lasted too long, has it? Like, I know that first episode back from the mid-season break, Barry had some issues before he told everybody what was going on. But beyond that, he's just fully embraced Wally. And then it wasn't even really a thing that he worked through. It was just a quick... Um, you know, 10 second conversation at the end of last episode where he said, Hey, you're going to be the one to save Savitar, you know? Yeah. And so he's he's like, Hey, look, I just want everyone involved. I'm not going to do this by myself. This needs to be a team yeah, thing. However, it together. happens, we need to fix this. Yep. Yeah. No, that's, a, that's actually a great point. And I think Flash, since the mid season break, is doing what Arrow had done in the first half of the season where it's redeeming itself, you know, because I think Arrow in season four was shit. Black or white, it was shit. Season five has been great, uh, especially in comparison. In comparison, it's great. Calm down, over just there. calm down, Terry. <laughs> hey, in comparison, it's great, and its own is probably even better. Whatever. Um, whereas Flash, I think, was pretty average. It was suffering that third season blues, like Arrow started to, and then since uh, we kicked off again three weeks ago, Flash has started to pick up again. So. I'm excited because I was a bit worried there for that whole first half of the season. I thought, oh, this is going to be terrible. 
But um, yeah. they're, all, they're all getting there. I mean, Legends we'll talk about, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can't say a bad word about Legends. No, no, yeah. not one bad word. No. <laughs> <laughs> Iris is really starting to piss me off with her. It's not my time to die. Oh, yeah, because I don't die the this way or something. She said it. Oh man, in two weeks. Mm. You, you, yes, you can die this way, and that yep. would totally change the future. Yes, she just, you know. Yep. Oh, and if that's so the case, shit. when they're talking about freezing your arm, just go. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm not dying for three months, guys. This ain't gonna hurt me. Let it go. Exactly. Yes. You know? And she believes it that hard. It's like when, when push comes to shove, she realised how much bullshit her philosophy was. Well, let's off. see next week if it if she goes on the, oh, no, this isn't my way to die. Yeah. If, if she says it again, I'm writing to the producers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't be unlike this show to betray what its characters set up in previous episodes or seasons. So I, I wouldn't be betting too much money that it's not going to happen next week. Yeah. Uh. All right. On a positive note, I was almost cheering out loud when Barry phased the entire train. That was amazing. What the shit was that? That was so awesome. I was so excited. Yeah. It was so good. I don't believe that he didn't, along with Wally, have enough time to run into the train and get everybody off. Because I think in the past he has actually rescued everybody off a train. In particular, it wasn't like a bus or anything. It was actually a train. And before it whatever happened to it, a bomb exploded or, you know, it ran off the rails, whatever. He rescued everybody off. Now he's got two flashes. He's like, we don't have time. And I'm like, literally in the moment you've had to take this conversation and come up with the answer that you don't have enough time to save people, you could have saved everybody on there. But it gave them an opportunity. Or actually taking all the boulders out of the way, you know. Yeah, just do your arm thing and... By the ball could have happened. Yeah, that I mean it just it looked cool. We could and, have got there a better way, but it looked but cool. But he needed to do that to say to show Wally that he just did something he's never done before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that was the whole point. Because then yeah. he phased through the bad guy. Do you remember he cut his hand and then he phased yeah. through the bad yeah. guy so that his blood was in the that was cool too. Yeah. I just think they could have gotten there literally three seconds before the train was running into the rubble and like he speed a seat. Ah, oh, come on, mate. It's a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> At the very start of the episode, and obviously we got to meet her, but Cecile's daughter. Um, yeah. yeah. Is she going to be a superhero like everybody oh, else we meet? she was annoying. She was a little bit annoying. She's a bit fangirlish. But the thing I picked up with her name, remember, uh, what, the end of... Last season, oh sorry, end of the first half of the season or the start of uh, of the mid season uh, premiere, where it was revealed in the in the Gideon paper, the future paper, in, yeah. in the little secret room, yeah. that it was no longer written by Iris West Allen. It was written by like a Claire Greer or something. And we said we we theorized maybe the new journalist in the future that was writing this story was going to be the daughter of Joe's new girlfriend. Now we've met her. She hasn't got that name, so I just think I, maybe you guys don't even remember us talking about it. But we, I do now. Yeah. I do remember, but we can clear that out now because that's not was. her name. So right. it probably went too far in the other direction. Like you said, Terry, she's annoying, and she just loves Wally. And like I thought, she'd been living out of the city for ages because we've never seen her before. Yeah. Yet she seems to only miss the guy that's been around since she's been away. It doesn't make for, sense to yeah, me. But for five minutes, whatever. whereas the Flash has been around for. But she would know. I don't know. She would know. That he exists, and she could be oh, fangirling it up across the country. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, really. But she's like, "What's one thing you miss about being here?" It's like, "Oh, this guy." Okay, yeah, okay. It it, it could work, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God Joe found out because we've been talking oh, for weeks. Yeah. Yes. Had to find out, and it was a nice little moment because wasn't it Iris who said to Barry said, "I want to tell your dad. Your dad needs to know." She said, "No." 
he's got a good thing going on in his personal life. I don't want to ruin that for him. And it was nice that she turned around and, and she was almost asking Barry's permission without speaking. Can I tell him? And he's like, yes, yeah, absolutely. And and he got appropriately upset. That was a great little moment there by yeah. uh, Jesse Martin, the actor. And it's good that he's on board. Although come the end of the episode, or even before then, I'm I'm getting this feeling and it's growing that Joe's going to die, die instead. I thought it was going to happen when he goes, come on, nothing's going to happen. I'm like, oh, this is it. Yeah. He's going to die. I'm really worried. And I don't see... I mean, he's got other stuff he could be doing. Sure, he's a he's a great actor. He spent years and years in Law and Order. I kind of want to see him. I don't even stick remember for, him in Law and Order. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, him and him and the old bloke. They were together for for years. Um, is it Jerry Allbuck, the uh, the father from um, Dirty Dancing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were they were oh partners God, in that show for years. Too. Yeah, and then he stuck around even beyond that when uh, when Allbuck died. But um, yeah, I want to see him stick around on this show for as long as it goes. Like, he's I, great. They can sacrifice somebody else. Plenty of other people, I'm happy for them to... Sacrifice Wells. We can just pick out another one. We found that out. <laughs> like, I don't want them to get to the end of every season and they farewell another Wells. Oh, do you remember last... With the last episode, you were saying that you would love to see a conversation with Earth oh, 2 Wells. yes. And that might actually happen. Yeah. Let's set it up. Yes. Yeah. Because the gorillas are coming. There, yes. To our screens, at least. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was on the, um, the 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 rolling news on the TV in the future too, wasn't it? That the gorillas have attacked the city, or they're they're midway through the cleanup post gorillas attacking the city, or something. Yeah. So yeah, it's. I mean, it's as Iris said, it's all coming true. Yeah. All well, I think. Do we get a break next week? It's not on next week. It's is not it? on. No. It's. I think there's only Supergirl, Supergirl. and Arrow. And Arrow. Yeah. So we've got, we only got two shows next week. Yeah, it's good for us. So we, we I mean, they're, they're prepping. They're prepping us for Gorilla Grodd. <sighs> yeah, I, I hope it's good because, as I said on this thing before, I'm, I'm yet to be won over by Gorilla Grodd. I'm like, yet um, to be won over by any of the animals. I didn't like the shark. <laughs> oh, that shark was just like, the, really uh, stupid. Yeah. The shark I saw it like he was, you know, at least a hybrid sort of. It was a man meat shark. He was down in a tank when the. You know the 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 particle accelerator exploded. As we know, whatever people seem to be doing at the time, that's sort of what their power is. But the gorilla, I just like the idea that a telepathic gorilla is the Flash's like arch nemesis in a way, or one of his yeah. top three doesn't really make sense to me. Like when you think about Batman and and a, a, like a human crime fighter, his arch nemesis is a psychopathic killer or gangster or whatever the Joker yeah. may be terrorist even at times or whatever so that sort of that that pair up makes a lot of sense you know superman's enemies while a lot of times are human but others like super powered villains like the the fastest man alive while he does have reverse flash they keep threatening and teasing for the last three seasons don't worry we're going to get to Grodd. Like, the, the the telepathic gorilla you've always been waiting for, <laughs> it's coming. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. Mm. Keep him on Gorilla City on Earth 17. Well, you I might be pleasantly surprised. No, I won't. He's coming, and I don't want it. I don't well, care you know about it. You're about as apprehensive of that, of that series that I am with the other thing that's coming that I can't say in front of Ben. But you know what I'm referring to. Yes, I do. Yes. yes, I do. And anyone I'm listening that... I'm not looking forward to that either. And that, that's about, yep, yeah, two, two shows of the four. Yes. Yeah, Terry tried to tell me that something happens, and you were saying, you know when another show does... Buffy, I talked about... I Buffy, said Buffy. And I'm Did like, you ever watch Buffy? And, and no, I didn't, so... <laughs> and I'm like, are you talking about, like, a Christmas special where it's... Separate. They just go, it's there, but it's completely separate, and you're like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, 
Well, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, look, we should be talking about it openly on this podcast, but Ben really doesn't like spoilers and he edits the podcast, so I, we can't even tell him to turn the mic off so Terry and I can, uh, can have a chat about it. But <laughs> if you know about a crossoverish uh, event coming up, then you know what we're talking well, I about. I see. I don't know why I'm not going to like it. Oh, you! You just said crossover. You're fine. You're fine. You, yeah. We might, we Jason's might love it, but to watch it. I think when it comes, you will understand why we were nervous for you. It better not be animated. Oh, that would be interesting. It's that not animated. No. no, it's not animated. <laughs> better not be puppets. Well, you know what, <laughs> Team America. Constant, isn't Constantine <laughs> coming back in an animated form? I think that's how Constantine's coming back. Really? Yeah. Whether or not it's still set within this universe, we we'll, we don't know. But it's a it's a it's a animated show. Vixen was an animated show as well. So, well, anyway, if Gorilla Grodd comes back, there is a chance you'll get to see Harrison v. Harrison in that, the one thing because he is this Harrison is hilarious. He's, he's yeah, he's so good. How's when he said? Well, he said something like, "Oh, and it was awesome," and and, and he ran over it, and then this happened, and, and it just he just nailed it. Cisco, you translate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at the end, Barry uh, vibrates the whole train. He's holy Kardashian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Like, what a random reference, but okay. <laughs> All right, let's move on to legends. Legends. Yeah. That was yeah. hilarious. Well, the we intro. got our answer, didn't we, to Washington and whether yes. it was a, uh, a real or a memory. Yeah. Mm. We thought maybe it was a. Uh, well, it could um, have been a memory. Yeah. Terry, you and I were saying that. Mitch, you weren't so convinced. I don't even remember what I said, but it, it turned out to be a bit of a foresight, a little bit of a tease yeah. to uh, to this episode. Um, yeah, he, he gone full evil. I actually really liked that about this episode. It wasn't a, uh, it wasn't the, the memoryless rip. It wasn't that version. It wasn't the rip that we know. It was an altered out-and-out out evil. And that's what I really like uh, that they did in this episode, that a lot of other... Movies and TV shows don't do. Have a bad guy, put him in a situation where they can out and out kill the hero, and they choose to not do it. They will engage in a fight with them where they'll be trying to kill each other, but when it comes time to actually shoot them point blank or land the killing blow, they find reason not to. And I think what on two or three occasions in this did Evil Rip actually yeah. pull the trigger? Well, like he, he shot Sarah. Shot Sarah, broke her neck later on, yes. and did he shoot somebody else? I feel like he nearly shot somebody else. Like he. Uh, he, well, he we, shot George Washington. We shot George Washington. He definitely took a shot at uh, Jackson. So um, I like that. I really like that about this episode. But he didn't shoot George Washington in this episode. Well, though, did no. He? But it was in the other one. Yeah. 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 And they, obviously, yeah. the question we had last time was would they arrive before mm. he shoots George Washington yeah, or see, after? I, I, let's not get Mitch too upset. <laughs> no, no, no. There is Because you know what this means, right? You've said once they once they do this once. Yeah, they've set the precedent. You won't forgive them. They did, you know, play around a little bit with the uh, with the time travel theory that they have been working with and then contradicting and whatnot. But when they, they followed on from the teaser last week, so he's killed George Washington, he's now leading the Brits or whatever, and then he goes over and talks to the Legion of Doom and they said, Look now that you've created such a massive time aberration, the legends will be coming for you. And he said, well, you know, we'll be ready for them. He said, yeah, but they're going to want to go back and stop you from killing George Washington. Well, we'll just have to be ready for them back then. I'm like, are you actually having this conversation in the future if they have already stopped you or because they haven't? Or are we now dealing with an 
altered timeline. So he's in future A, yet they're going to go back and at the point before George Washington is assassinated, create timeline B. You know what I'm talking about? Like, My head yeah. Hurts so did they? Well, maybe it's just the <laughs> plot of killing Washington. They were like, let's come up with this plan. Yeah. Tomorrow he'll kill them. So that means uh, here they are. They're right before us because we've already carried out our plan and now they're yeah. here to stop it. Even by coming up with the plan and setting the plan in motion. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm agreeing with you that maybe... They were that talking scene, about what they were about how to the do. legends were going to prevent an action that they've already taken out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's well, like me saying now, I'm like, man, when we start this podcast, I'm going to walk in the room and kick you in the head. And you're like, I bet I'm going to stop you. I'm like, but we're talking now at half an hour after the point of when we yeah. started, you know? So they must have been talking... Unless they went back in time. Unless they killed Washington and they went, right, we've got to go back in time because they're going to come back in time. Yeah, but this was... Because they've done that so many times. No, I know, but this was at the end of a scene where it started and Rip was saying to the British Army, George Washington is dead, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, he actually, he prefaced it with stating that it was... (laughs) So they've completely messed it up. Again, contradict their own... But you know what? It didn't bother me as much this time because it wasn't the, the hinging point of the episode. It was setting it up, but it wasn't like the, the end of the episode hung on this contradiction that, you know, defies what they did. I'm going to go back did. and watch it now. Yeah, to go see back and they, watch it. Yeah, to see exactly what happens. Because I find myself doing that with these shows now because I know we pick them apart <laughs> so much. I want to make sure my facts are straight. But I, you're right. Something, they either messed it completely up or there's something that we've missed that they, you know, it is the day before or something. I, I took it as they've gone. So he's killed George Washington at the end of the previous episode. They've just, dis- they as in the, the, the legends have discovered the time aberration. Please and don't that call he's- them legends. <laughs> <laughs> what is this crap anyway? <laughs> and so they've gone back before that time aberration to repair it. No, they did. Stop yeah. it from happening. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm in agreement with that. But oh, okay. before they went, well, before we as an audience see them go back, we're seeing the after effect of George Washington dying and the and the Legion saying, well, when they go back to stop you, we'll have to be ready. And I'm like, well, if they're going to go back, they would have already went back because you're in the future to that past. Like, they were talking about what's going to happen after a time that's already gone. Like, any, any, and look, whatever. No, it, you're I, absolutely I correct. I didn't overthink that. Well, <laughs> neither did the writers. <laughs> and and speaking of that altered timeline, where last week we had uh, Damien Dark doing the intro, and this time we had uh, Rory, old mate that was Rory hilarious. doing it. And that was really yeah. seriously. Haven't you anyway? idiots already figured yes. this out? And you know what? I want the little audio grabs. So almost every time I'm going to talk about Legends, and really it can be about any of the other three shows. Whenever we raise a question, we can hit play to go. Who writes this crap anyway? <laughs> That's just ready to go, Ben. I want that little piece of audio ready to go at a moment's notice. Right, I thought he said, ready. what is this crap anyway? Uh, either way it fits. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. It was awesome it was because hilarious. it's what we have been... Well, they've all had a, a go at saying it now, have they? Uh, Sarah definitely did for a while when Rip uh, went away, but... Yeah, I think they've all had a crack at it. What about the Ray other has? chick? What's her face? I don't know. What the hell is Vixen, her name? Vixen, no. I, yeah, that's um, it. No, I, no, I don't want Vixen. I don't want Vixen on the team. I don't let but alone intro in the show. She's, she, Somebody wants she, her on the yeah, team. Yeah, exactly. Hey. They and not the guy it. that we all thought? Was yeah, no. It was going to be Mick, for sure. Well, it has to be the two pretty people. You know, you can't have a pretty person and a not-so-pretty person oh, together on a CW I don't like show. this show 
because the two hot people didn't get together. Yeah, why is that exactly. ugly girl? Why is the why is the hot girl with the ugly guy? I don't get it. That's what they're. <laughs> I think it's a bit harsh to say that he's ugly. I don't say that, but the people that would worry about some stupid yeah. piece of the storyline that would. Mick, I'm not saying anything. I don't. I reckon he's the best looking bloke on the show because he's an Aussie bloke and he's rough as guts. Love you. Love you, Dominic Purcell. He's real. Yeah, he's real. Yeah. He's a real man. Yeah. He's man. He's man's he's a man's man. man's man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so they got together. Um, so he's cold, and all of a sudden he recovers very quickly from hypothermia. <laughs> that happens very quickly. And she's outside, you know, lit a fire, all the rest of it. And then she comes back in, and they, they um, have adult cuddles. And then they fall asleep. And then, only then, after she wakes up and goes, oh, how about another go at it? And, and, and only then she goes, oh, no, 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 we've got a mission to do. What? What mission were you just on? <laughs> missionary position. Well, we know what she was on, but no, you raise a good point because they're falling asleep. And even when she said, no, we've got to go and basically ensure that George Washington doesn't get killed again and we've got to save whoever but on our got team. Time to and he goes, have yeah, but time. come on, I mean, we've probably got time to go. I mean, you know, we could probably go around one more. Whose yeah? tent were they even in? I don't, I don't no, know. No, it, it was the guys who chased that's them. What, that's what my husband uh, said. And I'm like, but ha- they knew that? How did they know that it was their tent and that they weren't coming back? Well, and I guess it just so. Said it was comfy and romantic enough for two people to, like, really? Maybe the other well, two guys so, were. Well, exactly. It was Brokeback Mountain in there before. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was. <laughs> I've written something, and I can't remember why I wrote this. I've written, Rory, I bet a hundred yous you're wrong. Who did he say that to? Obviously, I thought it was funny at the time, but I, I don't, I don't remember. No, I don't recall. No, that. okay. Yeah. <laughs> were you drunk this week? <laughs> <laughs> I must have been. <laughs> Maybe oh, my husband slipped me a Mickey or something. <laughs> Hello. Oh, we're going deeper here. Um, actually, on top of the evil Rip doing evil bad guy things and actually killing the heroes when he got the chance. What I really liked is that our heroes for, I want to say, one of the very few times in the season and a half that we've been following them have actually really worked to, well together as a team. When they bust in to save George Washington, it's it was like the end of the first Avengers or the start of the second Avengers movie where each member of the team knew what the other's powers was good for in any given situation, you know, and, and someone that went in that was that was just brute strength could then immediately throw over to someone who's got more of a supernatural power and if someone ran out of the room, it's like they knew that someone else would be out there to chase them and things and, and it was a real team... I don't know. They just works. That was gelled. It was really well done. And again, that was only the start of the episode because surely at the end they're going to operate a little bit messy, a little bit slimy, like we're used to. But I, I actually did like that they've got the capability to do that as a unit. Um, we just unfortunately don't see it very often. Mm. <laughs> so, where do you think that Rip got the technology from to build that device which shut down everything? I assumed he just got it from Son. The future. Yeah. It was a weird device, like, to actually be able to not only shut down the ship, which is one thing, but didn't it shut down, like... It was like an EMP thing, wasn't yeah. it? Like but more. It shut down um, even grey. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I know they've got Checks. that device that helps them, but isn't it in their biology that also enables them to become Firestorm? Like, yeah. it's not just that technology piece. That definitely helps, I think, with the with the bonding and make sure that they don't go supernova or something, but they're still able to do it. Yeah, like, I would, I would have rather seen them do the high-five thing and then just shoot across the room or something. Like, it, it allowed them to do it, but they can't properly do it, so they knew they couldn't rely on it anymore. But I guess it was just a shorter way of getting to the same 
yeah. destination. I guess it could have come from anywhere with earbud, you know, running around. Yeah, well, that's. Mm. I need I these just materials. Presumed that. Yeah. So where were the? Was are they the Legion of Doom? Yes. Where were they in this episode? Because it was so important to them, I don't remember them being there really. It was just Rip running around with them. Maybe they're maybe they're in the future looking at the computer to see if the times change. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but again, like it's so important that all this goes to plan and all the rest of it. They're just not there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Eobard, yeah, we've established why he has to keep running off. Yeah, But yeah. surely the other two could be there. Didn't they just, I thought they did um, the whole thing to Rip just to kind of mess with the legends and have them occupied doing something else because they knew, that, as in the, the Legion of Doom, they knew ah, that right. by screwing with Rip um, and making him go back in time and, and, you know, doing damage, that they would go and follow him. So right, maybe okay. they were just sitting back and you know, or doing watching, something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While they were occupied. So it was a it was a distraction. Maybe like a yeah misdirection. Yes. Oh, okay. So, so maybe, maybe not. We'll find well, out. not next week, but the week after. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's not on next week, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. With that, I mean, that's definitely a good theory, and it might be what they do. I just as a storyline and as something the uh, as a motive for those bad guys, I hope that that doesn't lead to what we had a major problem with at the end of last season when they finally took down... Come at me. What's the bad guy's name oh, from last year? Oh, the Savage guy? So, yeah, Savage. Vandal Savage. Vandal Savage. How could you forget? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was around for 22 episodes. Um, when they took him down at, you know, three points in time, you know, and, and they're like, we oh, have to... Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, in 1960 and in 2010 and 2040, we have to all attack him at the exact, exact same, same time. time. And I'm like, yeah, but... You could do it at any point in time and it's all happening ex- at the exact point in time because if this yeah. second is repeated and repeated and repeated yeah. for eternity, like every second is happening. <laughs> I'm getting really like, you know, mind... I'm sorry <laughs> if you're they like... they should be as well. They should be... They should have 10 whiteboards out yeah. and 10 of you and you should be going, no, 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 we can't do that because... This, 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 and they should go, yeah, we need to account for that. Hmm. Because like, surely the fans that are watching this show... Surely it's not only you, Mitch, that sits there. Well, and me and Terry. Yeah. You know, that that sit there and go, oh, that, that, that doesn't make any Surely sense. Surely there's a, a much higher percentage of us than they think compared to the people that would be upset, like I said before, that are only watching it for the hot people and want to see the two good-looking people on the show get together and, oh, the rest of it's just sort of, you know, fun, colourful, you know, superhero stuff. But we actually just, you know, we want to watch some stuff that we don't actually have to think about, you know. Like, I like to think that people asking these questions um, are in a much greater number um, than, yeah. than maybe what the, the show's producers and writers give them credit for. I don't know, because theoretically, if that, that theory is true, uh, they've sent Rip back to mess some shit up with George Washington. Our team goes back while they go, okay, sweet, we're in 2070 right now doing some crazy shit. While the legends are busy. Well, theoretically, the next episode should start, and it's like, oh, time aberration. By the way, while you were doing this, you know, Dark and... and um, JB. JB, Barrowman. <laughs> How do I forget everyone's name? God damn, he's been around for five years. Uh, are in, you know, the future, and they're messing up Bliss. And Okay, so let's just jump to right before they start messing some stuff up, and we can fix it from there, you know, like... That that would be the in and a way how most they logical even o- operating. Say if they're in the future, which they 
the legion the or legion, the legend. Yeah, let's say they are <laughs> somewhere in the future. Yeah, the future would be changing around them. Yeah, yes. And how are they outside that? Are you, they okay, time? most legends episodes would have you believe that they would be exempt because time takes a while to filter through if they're so far in the Except future. Except for the George Lucas episode. Except for the George episode. Lucas episode two freaking <laughs> weeks ago, where the 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 moment the the God Lord and Savior George yeah. Lucas decided not to invent Star Wars, all of a sudden a scientist doesn't know what he's doing with his life. I wonder if it's a reality thing too. If you're in the future and you know that a change is coming. Can your mind survive the change and know about both things? Ooh. Well, I mean, yeah. from from the Flash, we definitely know that someone who exists—I mean, everyone exists in the same timeline. But I guess it it it's it's a, at a benefit that you know that you are in two different timelines. You know, like the Flash created Flashpoint, and so therefore, when he ended up in the altered future, he was aware of the differences. Now, okay, if time travel was real, that not, might not be a logical thing. That might not be how it actually works if it was to work. But that's a theory that's been thrown around, uh, you know, in time travel movies and TV shows forever. So maybe if, yeah, you are at this sort of moving center point of the changes, you do retain memories of both and you can avoid the altered future to an extent that you're able to retain your own memories. Mm. I don't know. I've just said a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. I don't know if <laughs> when I listen back to this, I'm going to yell at myself going, start making sense at some point because <laughs> you're not yet. Well, you're in good company with the show anyway, <clears throat> not making any sense. Like I said, who writes this crap anyway? <laughs> <laughs> but you had a good point. You, you had one of my most fun points that you wanted to bring up, Terry. About, oh, uh, about Rory's yes. statue. Yes. That's so cool. <laughs> See, everyone loves Rory. He's the best character in that show. <laughs> He's got a future in modern day, like our yep. modern day. There's a picture He's... of him in the middle of Washington Square or yep. some shit. So good. And I think that's who the 100 U's, you know, I bet 100 U's, you're wrong. Because he became, like, great mates with George Washington. And I think that's, remember they were drinking together in the bar? Yep. And I reckon that's where that Is U's a form of currency back then? No, 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 no. You, like, he you. was talking to the... Say it was George Washington, and he's oh, yeah because George years. Washington is the, the dominant. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, got it. Years. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Now I remember. No wonder Benjamin Franklin's on the hundred dollar bill. Yeah, <laughs> I bet a hundred years. You're wrong. Yeah. A little bit of uh, character development, somewhat that I appreciated this week was uh, Sarah. At, I mean, she came back to life, so um, Jacks really had no reason to kill in revenge. Go out and kill Rory. Um, go out and kill Rip, but still, he wanted to kill Rip for. As far as he knew, he was never going to get the old Rip back, so he may as well kill the new Rip because he's bad, and as he's shown, he will kill members of his old team. And Sarah went up to Jackson and said, no, don't kill someone in revenge, basically. Mm. Don't become what they are. You know, you, you are better than going out and killing someone to try and take back a life and an eye for an eye and all this other stuff. And I'm like, well, hang on. At the start of this season, <laughs> that's all you've ever wanted to do to Damien Dark. Now, she's obviously moved past that, but... Yeah. In the Until past, she week, sort maybe. of like thought out moving past, then bang, it's like she never had that thought. Now I feel like they've really set up that she has properly come around. Until next week. Yeah. Well, sure, <laughs> next week. But hey, that's the great <laughs> beauty of this show is that they, it contradicts itself. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I did like that bit. I felt like it meant more in that scene than it ever has before when she's pretended like she's come around. But um, again, we'll see. we'll see how long that lasts. I actually thought the scene where Rip snapped... Her neck was just brutal. Like it was brutal, but Jesus, it was good. 
I didn't think Gideon could bring dead people back to life because haven't they had that issue before where someone's died and they're like, can't, you know, bring them back, bring them back, and she hasn't been able to? But conveniently, because Sarah's brain cells weren't dead yet, they could bring her back. Is that just a convenient little, you know? Well, I think if someone's got a stake through the brain... Gideon probably can't do anything. Well, no, we haven't it, had any characters with stakes through their brains, have we? <laughs> no, but I'm trying to say that whoever it was in the past had a metaphorical stake through the brain, whereas Sarah was just a, just a broken neck and <laughs> gunshot wound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you can come back from that. Yeah. yeah. That's just a bad weekend. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm okay with Gideon. I mean, that's ships from so far in the future. Gideon's, I know, but yeah. they've had dead, they've had people before that they couldn't. Bring back. Yeah. It's like but it just it was just convenient that yeah, you know they couldn't well bring those other line. people back. <laughs> yeah, the story needed her to not die. Yeah, but to die first to mean something to then mean nothing when they bring her back. <laughs> so the spear oh. of destiny is with Rip. Therefore, is with the League of No. What are they called? The Legion, the Legion of, of, Doom. of Doom. So I guess in a couple of weeks we're going to see where they were, hopefully, and get an explanation for that. Yeah, and see what happens because. There's multiple pieces to this um, spear. Yes. And we've got one piece. Is the other piece still around somewhere? Do they have that or they've lost it as well? Oh, I can't or do they only need a piece of it for it to well, work? Well, I thought... See, this is the thing that I started to think. So Rip, obviously before the ship went down back in 1942, he's he's obviously used it. And he's changed his own reality and he's become the, you know, the American film director. Yeah. So, therefore, he didn't have all three pieces yeah. then, which means... But he, had, he put it next to the, um, let's call it the warp engine, <laughs> time drive. <laughs> so you think that makes a difference? Well, he because Gideon said I've, she was trying to tell, talk him out of it and yeah. he shut her off. Because, I don't know, maybe he thought I'll do something, anything, just to survive. I don't know. Maybe it's not at full power. When it's in three sections joined together or when it's complete, maybe it's, you know, it's rocking. (laughs) 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 I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll find out in a few weeks, I guess. It actually ended with a, uh, on a bit of a lighter note, didn't didn't Cliffhanger, didn't tease nothing, it was them having Christmas together on the ship. That's right, it was too. And, I mean, to get back into the relationship side of things, uh, you had um, Pretty Boy and Vixen, you know, he went up to her and said, hey, should we, and she's like, no, I don't fraternise. He goes, that's exactly what I was going to say. We shouldn't have sex again because it was so not awesome last time. <laughs> um, but here's a really thoughtful gift that I've got for you because we're friends and we're platonic and stuff, but definitely shouldn't have sex again. The door's always open, though. Um, and then they go and have, yeah, like a Christmas ham and shit together and, you know, kumbaya and sail away into the you know, into the time vortex. So yeah. it felt like almost a mid-season break. It did, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like they've forgotten that <laughs> there's some other shit going on. <laughs> like your three main bad guys would not to be seen in this episode and are probably screwing some major shit up in the future. Yeah. Or yeah. past. Or the know. past. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we should move on to Arrow, Arrow. I guess. Yes. Brafa. Good. You did, I did You really like this one, actually, yeah. Now, the big question is... Terry, did you enjoy this? I, do you know what? I actually didn't mind this episode. I, what? I, it's a first. I liked it. I didn't love it, 
but I liked it. Okay. It, it wasn't complete shit like it has been. <laughs> do you know what? We almost had her. Do you know what's hilarious though? Have you guys noticed? It could be just me because I'm a little strange, but Quinton, right, and Renee, aka Wild Dog, yeah, are the same. They talk the same. They've got the same, like, speech impediment thing. They've got the speech same hair, the same face. They, it's like watching Mini-Me. I haven't like, picked... I mean, I know what you're talking about with, with Quinton. He's sort of got, like, half of his lips get, is a little bit lazy sort of thing, but I never really picked that up with... Uh, yeah, they both speak well the same. They've got, like, a bit of a... Uh, I don't know, a, a speech thing. Um, and, you know, because they're doing the... Um, you know the banter together, and they're kind of becoming bros, and yeah, mm. it was like they're watching a younger version of. They're definitely Quentin. setting those two characters up. It's not the first time they've kind of been together and and fought, I guess. Yeah, like an old married couple. Yeah. So they're but I just noticed up. more in that episode how alike they actually are. Even you, mm. next time you watch an hour episode and that's what listen to the the speech, they sound the same. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's the same. It's hilarious. Before we get into the Russia stuff, I, yeah, I, that was actually, I mean, the main question I asked myself throughout this whole episode is why the friggin' hell would you leave Wild Dog but take Mr. Terrific to Russia? I like, know. Yeah. <laughs> but then it was only to get to the end of the episode where Wild Dog had that really touching moment with Quentin saying, look, you know, I was a, I was a little shit. And I was, you know, tagging walls and shit. And you, as a beat cop, come up and said you can be better than this. And it really set me down a path to wanting to be a good guy. And obviously, post everything else that happened, wanted to become some kind of vigilante before Arrow pulled him into uh, into the team fold. And I'm like, terrific's not delivering that monologue because I forget the actor's name that's playing Wild Dog. He is nailing it. Like I love this character. He was annoying at the start just because he was so distant and, and didn't have a lot of patience. I am loving him the last two or three episodes. Yeah, he's great. And I, feel, I mean, I feel bad for him that he has to spend more time in the makeup truck than anyone else because every time you see him, he's got cuts and bruises to his face. <laughs> Oliver never seems to hang around to a bruise, um, but this guy just gets his face punched in all the time, clearly. But I thought that was really good at the end of the episode, and it just that his whole arc through, through this one was just, uh, yeah, more evidence to me that He's uh, he's ki- he's killing it. I'm loving Wild Dog. Yeah, yeah, me too. A case in point about the the Oliver never getting a bruise. He arrives in Russia. His mate smashes him in the face, yes. and then just nothing. <laughs> just nothing. I mean, this guy's from the Brat for like you know he's essentially organised crime, but not. You're like if he, anyone could punch, it's probably that guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, of course not. Yeah. I get the feeling that he's kind of the leader now too. Like, oh yeah. What's happened? You know, since five years ago, um, he's now he's now running the show. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, you come on, Oliver. At least a black eye or split lip or something. <laughs> yeah, come <laughs> on, blood nose. Ah, uh, well, we've yeah. given uh, high pitch Maddie a bit of a run over the last uh, two weeks, and I was speaking to him um, after last week's episode where he, he got he got quite a run, and he said, "Oh, you guys are really starting to talk about um, you know the things that really annoy me," and and he said he would promise to. He's got again, he's got all this from record just in case, and he'll catch up before the end of the season and hopefully uh, hopefully join us, but. He said one of the things he doesn't like is the convenient little writing um, moments. And, uh, and and there's one at the start of this episode, which basically gave birth to this storyline, which, very convenient, but I kind of don't care. Like, it's, you know, uh, Walker, the guy that, um, that um, quite clearly Diggle's after, that, that framed him, almost killed him, uh, to frame him for uh, his, uh, his, what, nuclear theft, whatever the hell he was trying to steal. They're like, oh, he's, um, he's fled to, to, to Russia. 
to go and to this particular town to go and try and sell this nuke. And it's like, oh, really? He's fled to the very same town that Oliver spent time in five years ago and has all these amazing connections. And in the biggest point that I think they didn't need to have, the fact that that very town is the sister city to Star City. They didn't need that. I guess that it makes it easier that the mayor of Star City can easily travel on the, you know, uh, taxpayer-funded private jet with all of his mates to this sister city with no one really asking any questions. But... Again, there's so many moments in this it's show and many Australian other shows because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll get pulled up. Yeah. <laughs> that um, that we have where we just say it's a TV show. That could have been another one of those. It's just a TV show. They didn't. Then again, we asked that they sh- they should explain a lot of those moments in the past. This time they did, and it's like, eh, maybe you should have just went back to treating us like idiots and just it's a TV show. Just a we don't bit. need to know. But anyway, that's just a little thing. Sister City didn't need to happen for me. I'm just glad they were back there. This in, is the best Russian episode in a while. Yeah. In the flashbacks um, last week, we were uh, trying to work out why Oliver didn't want to use a bar and arrow or couldn't see the, the value in a bar yeah, and arrow. Yep. And then we were thinking, well, does he have his skills? Is he... Well, he certainly got he, his skills when he came off the top of that roof. Absolutely. And oh, yeah. shot about five people with one awesome. arrow. <laughs> that was cool. I was like, holy shit, yeah. He's close to the dude who he is when he first goes back to Star Ling City yep. at the time. Yeah, it was it was good. <laughs> I love the flashbacks. I always love the flashbacks. I, I, I don't know what they're going to do next year. I, I hope there's still flashbacks somehow. No, oh, they've said that they've said this season would wrap it up. A lot of people thought the show might end after season five, not because they've caught up, but just because it's might have run its course and obviously a lot of bad reviews and viewership in season four. But um, I th- it's been renewed for season six, so we're we're definitely seeing it come back. But yeah, as far as the producers have stated, the flashbacks will end. But oh, that sucks. It could be with a big <laughs> asterisk. It could be yeah. you know, it'll yeah. be flashbacks within the last. Five seasons. Like Ben's been saying. Yeah. That's what you've been saying. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. I wouldn't mind so much. If they do it tastefully, mm. it'd, it'd be cool because then you could bring back all those old characters that are dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, you think that the whole Prometheus reveal, at least as far as we're led to believe of who Prometheus is from the, I guess, yeah, mid-season finale, that he is the son or at least the child. We're just assuming he's a man. Um, he is the child of a guy that was in Oliver's dad's book that he killed in season one. Now, I still haven't gone back to season one and and watched those episodes, or at least the first five minutes sort of pre-credits things where I think I remember that guy getting killed. Mm. But that's one of those tasteful flashbacks that you're talking about because it's given validation to who Prometheus is and what he's about, but those flashbacks were so rich and it may be questioned whether we have seen that and have not intentionally planted um, seeds for storylines now, but that they can, like Lost did uh, a lot in its run, they did grab stuff that they can use and build a story out of it either in the past or in the future. So, But also from a production point of view, have a lot of that those shots in the can yeah. that never made it to the original oh, yes. episode, like different camera angles and mm. stuff that we could go back and watch and go, holy shit, that's... And then so you wouldn't have to have people in makeup and mm. stuff like that. It's already done, essentially. Yeah. Well, I mean, to go really off tangent, but it's that same sort of line, Rogue One, the Star Wars movie that came out uh, only a couple months ago, they've inserted actors and characters from the original film in 1977 from unused cuts uh, mm. from wow. the first film. They found them in the vault. They've polished them all up 
and they went, well, shit, hang on, there's those characters that were fighting the Death Star in, in Star Wars. Let's use that line that is completely irrelevant to that, put it in this movie, and it just fit. And so much so that I'm, I watch Rogue One. I'm not a massive Star Wars fan that I know every character in or out, but uh, it just flowed on. It was so seamless. So I'd love to go back and, and watch those films back-to-back when Rogue One finally comes out uh, on DVD and Blu-ray and all that and, and see how easy they're able to do what you're hoping they do with Arrow and, yeah, transition unused stuff from past seasons into maybe more flashbacks of the future, yeah. With the flashback to Talia... And we're assuming Al Ghul. She hasn't revealed that yet, has she? Still not. No. 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 Okay. I got the feeling this week that she was overly pushing him to do the diary. Yes. Mm. Why? Because it's fair enough for her to say, "Oh yeah," and you've got your diary and understand you want it. Your dad wanted you to do X, Y, Z, but she kept pushing it at him and pushing it at him, saying, "You need to do this. You need to do this." What agenda does she have for him to do that book? Maybe we'll find out in a few weeks. Well, I was hoping a bit of banter. <laughs> yeah, a bit of speculation. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Maybe there's someone in that diary that... The League of Assassins needs killing. Mm. Well, why don't they kill that person themselves? They are the League, League of, of Assassins. Assassins. Mm. Maybe it's um, personal to her only. Maybe it's not the League of Assassins. Yeah, it could it's be. just her, and yeah. she and it's doesn't. League is of the League of Assassins sanctioned, yeah. so she can't, she can't by their code do the killing. Otherwise, her father will forfeit her life or expel her or something. So she yeah, needs possibly. someone else to do it. Yeah, like slamming it down in front of him, going, "You've got a job to do. You've yeah. got someone to be." And he's like, "Hang on a minute, what? Yeah, <laughs> isn't I here to kill Dolph Lundgren a few weeks ago? <laughs> he hasn't done that yet either, has he? No, no, no. That'll be so. the." Big ending, I think, when we realise that Dolph is Prometheus. Oh yeah, <laughs> with Michael Dawn's voice. Michael <laughs> He's actually got a much higher pitch voice than Dolph Lundgren usually has. Like that's like the worst voice manipulator of all time. Yeah, most of these bad guys sound a lot more menacing. Yeah, I really hope I get some some good clear cut answers soon, especially about her agenda. Why is she there? Why yeah. did she? And you had a lot of problems, Terry, with her finding Oliver's chest and just having it. And we haven't gone back to find out where that was yep. yet. It's a lot of convenience. Yeah. But that's this show, I guess. Oh, <laughs> no. um, so Felicity, she stepped up. She's using the information that she's been given by that other yeah. hacker girl. Um, what was her name? It was on the text message. Oh, I was meant to remember. I can't. Oh, I don't. Oh, yeah, I don't remember either. Um, but yeah, so she's she's gone ahead and she's gone into. It was a restaurant, wasn't it, with uh, Ragman and. Yeah. Guys, look tough. (laughs) Can you look like Bratford? Uh, No, they can't. They look like teenagers. (laughs) (laughs) I actually thought that scene was really good and I thought the fact that she's stepping up and she's, um, you know, getting out of her comfort zone a little bit. And then you've got Ragman who essentially dobbed on her. Yeah. For stepping over the line. Is that what we do now? We dob on each other? But, But why did she... How did she cross the line? I I didn't get that. She didn't do anything. Because the information, it was... So inf- she blackmailed somebody. Yeah, she didn't I know, do it. I know. She didn't actually do it. I know. I, I don't have mind. a problem with that. Why would she? That's, they've done way I worse know. stuff than that. Yes. Oh, if I was Oliver, I would have went, Ragman, shut your mouth, Felicity. Exactly. Good job. Yeah. This Want is my main gripe with this episode was that 
Like, I get that Oliver not wanting Felicity and Diggle to break the rules thing that he had. Like, certainly Diggle, because Diggle's in there, like, punching the shit out of this bloke, like, nearly yeah. killing him. That part of the story was understand. believable. It was, yeah. If only for the fact that he goes, no, kill him after we get the information. Like, but he had, he had a, a very obvious rule. Don't kill this guy because of this. Whereas, yeah. you know, Felicity pops up, and it, it didn't really seem that bad, considering what she was doing. Like, they're out to stop a nuclear bomb sale from a... Um, a, a traitor to the American government and military that was framing someone else for a murder, a, an actual cold-blooded murderer himself, like a very, very bad guy out to do very, very bad things with other bad people. And yet she uses information that this guy, like, what, slept around his wife or stole some money from a bank or something yeah. to blackmail him. And I'm like... I, it just reminded me of midway through the first half of the season where the team found out, oh, hang on, so... The green arrow is the same person as the arrow who was the same person as the vigilante who used to kill people. Oh, we don't even know who you are anymore. No, I don't kill people anymore. I used to, and I hate myself for it. Still, man, no, nah, don't... Like, we all in this room hated that little turn. Yeah. It actually made the first half... I know you weren't the biggest fan, Terry, but Ben and I, like, Arrow's getting right back. The first half of this season was amazing, mm. and that really put a screeching halt on that. Like, that was just so poorly written or poorly conceived idea and this was reminiscent of that not as bad but I just couldn't understand yeah, what the big deal was like yeah. she's doing a little bit of bad to stop a lot of bad justify the means guys come on a lot of the times they do these things especially in Arrow where they'll they'll focus on something on a, in a camera shot and they've done it in the past with the reporter that Oliver's now yeah. fully sleeping yes. with with a bottle of vodka, and I mentioned it a few weeks ago, which she's made me a, yeah. think that she has some Russian connection. Maybe she's Prometheus. Maybe she's in charge. Maybe it, a bunch of things. They did it again with the bottle of vodka this week. Did you notice? I didn't. Oh, at the, at the, not at the bar? When yeah. They were, yeah. That, and I yes. don't know whether that... They did it from a way of uh, transitioning between... Because they were having shots. The, well, yeah, but it was also a transition into the flashback. They zoomed yeah. in on it and zoomed yes. off it and they were in a different thing. Yep. But it's the same bottle of vodka. I don't know if it means anything sure or not. it's not the same exact bottle. Well, not the same <laughs> bottle, but... <laughs> I know. I know what you mean. Surely yeah. there's more... And I it's a very know. smart way to do it then because... This sort of show could be not forgiven, but expected that they would go out of their way to show it to the audience, or even go, "Oh, you drink that? I used to drink that. I haven't, I haven't had that for years." You yeah, know? because Oliver said, "I forgot how strong this stuff is here." Mm. Yes, but then that wasn't that's in the, the same, same bottle of vodka that you drank in the states a few weeks ago, and yeah. you didn't say it was as, as strong. So oh, I don't know. There's something going on. Yeah, keep an eye. Or on maybe it. nothing, and it's all in my head. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> no, but that's a detail that obviously the set designers have to... Have, they could just grab any random bottle of vodka. Like, why make it that particular bottle of vodka in two different scenes in two different timelines in two different countries? Like, yeah. That's that's particular set dressing. You're absolutely onto something. Or just laziness. Then, oh, we need a bottle of vodka. Oh, Get that, that one. one. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. No, I, I want to say that it, it means more than that. I I'm hope it does. Giving them more, That's more the benefit sort of, of the, of the doubt. tidbits I like along the way so you can look back and go, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Now, there's something at the end of the episode off the back of that that I, I really want Terry to talk about because we had a little <laughs> conversation before we came in here to record and, and you've got an interesting theory. But one thing I just did want to touch on before we get to, to that is that I, I've been very clear. Well, de- terrific should definitely not be on the team, at least not out in the field, and he's 
getting back to that way now. I've still never been that comfortable with Rags or Ragman, no. um, either yeah. because of how supernatural he is on this very grounded street combat team. And that never really changed. Like it looks cool when you know bad guys are walking along, then all of a sudden this like like spider web almost like as if it was Spider Man like yeah. comes in and like sucks him back up to the roof. Even the that, black black what's her name Black Canary. Yep, the new Black Canary. Even she is kind of more believable. More. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and she was there too. They took her with yeah, them. Yeah. And whereas the episode before, they were she was still deciding on whether she was going to join yeah. them. And the next thing, she's in Russia Free with them. Free trip to like, Russia, she turned, she turned up. She turned up and <laughs> yeah. realised it was Mare Queen and went, well, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I'm Are in. you single? Are you single? Um, but no, I, but I'm dating someone that looks suspiciously <laughs> like you. <laughs> and Laurel. But um, the, the one thing I did really like about Ragman was how he... I thought him owning the nuke, that actually did look kind of cool. Like, even though I don't like his power being in this show, just him going... Like, I think I can do it. And I'm like, yeah, well, you probably can. You were essentially created in a nuclear holocaust. Like, well, that's <laughs> a big difference. Oh Holy my god, shit. I know, but it lo- like, I don't know if I believe how he survived so easily. But it just looked kind of cool. Like, we've got only 30 seconds, and all of this thing blows, you know, half of Russia away. It's like, I can do this. Can you? I don't know. <sighs> just wrapping it all up and him just like doing really weird sort of uh, enchantress <laughs> shit with his arms. Yeah. I'm like... So then Oliver roll, rolls up. Yeah, you've just turned up at the wrong time, dude. You're probably going to die right yeah, now. Imagine that. What's going on? Like that'll happen. I'm like, you would have otherwise been dead. This whole show is over because you're all dead. But at least we know Ragman's thing doesn't work anymore, so... Well, Mitch, you get your wish, I guess, for at least for a yeah, little while. Yeah, this is the, the almost the, the... But he'll come back now <laughs> without the rags and be some sort of nuke guy. Oh, <laughs> God, no, put the rags back on. If he can just come along Peter Petrelli style and just start glowing up at the top <laughs> of a dime, I don't, I don't need that. <laughs> right now, I'm, I'm really... I'm in the choice seat right now because Terrific's not out in the field and Ragman's not on the show. Like, they're back to basics. Yeah. Except for Black Canary. Yeah, I know, but like... Is she wearing Laurel's outfit? Not yet. No, she was just in casual clothes, wasn't she? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What happens the first time if they do give her a wig, like they've they've pretended, like they said last week, oh, she's a brunette, but we can give her a wig. When Quentin first sees this woman dressed in his daughter's clothes... Surely Oliver will have to have him over for a drink. No, a cup of tea. (laughs) And uh, say, mate... Word him up. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. Do you yeah. give your okay? Yeah, he's not going to be all right with it, but anyway. But right. the end of the episode, right, an, in, yes. an intriguing reveal. And uh, Terry, you have, a, you have a little prediction about this. Well, prediction. so there was a scene where, uh, I still don't know her name, the reporter chick, she's lying in bed together and yeah. she's making quite a point about his tattoo. Oh, where do you get a tattoo like that from? And, things, and I'm... The whole time. Where did, how do you get a tattoo on an island? Which are all very yeah, good yeah. questions. I never but, thought about that because I'm. <laughs> but it was the way she and I actually said to my husband, "Oh, this is this is bullshit." She's she knows exactly what that tattoo is. Yeah, of course. And where, like, she's totally aware of everything that's going on and who he really is, and she's just trying to like. You know, post coitus, get him to you know tell her everything. (laughs) Big Bang Theory. I was gonna say thanks, Sheldon. Yeah, thanks, Sheldon. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just I just think that there's something really, really sort of sneaky about her, and she knows exactly what's going on. Give us your prediction. Well, that's well, it sort of goes on what Mitch and I were talking because there was something else that happened at the end. 
with the she was talking to the Rashid oh well yeah the big reveal is that she basically puts together which I mean you don't need a rocket scientist or anyone to do it but hang on so in the time that Oliver Queen was on the island as we're all led to believe in the press and every report that he's ever made not only was he in Russia but there was also the vigilante that now calls Star City home in Russia at the same time. Yeah. Using so those, that photo wasn't from their recent trip, was it? Because he didn't no. do the arrow no. thing there. No. No. It was from the, basically we're led to believe the flashback which we saw. Yes. So my prediction is that she already knew that information. So Mitch oh, is so like... having the a, photo didn't mean anything. I, I think she already knew. She because she, even with the... Her informant, why would... Well, why would she be shocked in front of him? Yeah, I don't know why she'd need to put on such a charade in front of that guy. But unless that so. was when they turn around and play dumb to the audience and she's she's actually doing that and they've, for us, they've the done that. They've done that to us so yeah, many that's times. That's the thing. They have done that to us. If yeah. they hadn't before, I'd say, no, you're probably wrong. Yeah, but all they need to do but, is just say, yeah, I know. Well, no, but I've also, like, I think, was it you, Ben, who said that she could be Prometheus? And I've, and yeah. I've actually said, well, hang on, she's sleeping with him and giving him googly eyes. She would have to be one hell of an actress as, a, think, as a And that's when we quoted person. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that she could fake that. But having said that, she could still fake. If that is true, then, yeah, she does know all of this. She does know that he was already the green arrow. And when she was shown that photo, feigned, mm. you know, shock and surprise. Yeah. I still think, I think she knows way more than Is this going to be like a scream type reveal where like Prometheus is almost multiple people in a like way? Her like her twin brother or some shit yeah, like well, that. Yeah, well something like that because yeah, you saying that like why is she still go- getting this guy to do research for her? Seemingly on the sly. It's not like someone she works with at the paper who's doing research for her without her asking. Some guy that she's actually commissioned to do research for her when she already knows that who he is and where he's been and stuff like that. So I like the twist that Prometheus might not be the son of a former slain bad guy, but actually a daughter, and that she is so conniving and manipulative and evil, the fact that Prometheus is taunting the arrow while reporter hot to borrow a nickname from Supergirl, <laughs> is toying with Oliver and sleeping with him. And she's they're, they're both characters, both villain characters, essentially, are going to bring down their respective foes from the inside. And she could be the change face them. guy. Oh, that's going to get weird. And Oliver's really been sp- sleeping with a dude, an assassin. <laughs> what? It's a prediction. <laughs> All right, I guess we're going to find out next week because yeah. it is on next week as well as Supergirl. Yeah, so I think a, a brief chat. Next I thought week. that it would have been a Supergirl Legends week because then. All the episodes would have caught up and been on the equal number, but instead... Now they're just flying ahead. Arrow's going to be ahead, then you're going to have Flash and Supergirl equal, and then well, Legends they're obviously doing it for a reason. Yes. Maybe it's a reason that you two know that no, I don't know. No, stop looking at me like that. No, I don't know anything. Some weird crossover is going to happen, and I'm not going to know what it is. Well, there is a crossover coming up. Or but... I'm not going to... I don't know what it is, and, uh, and apparently I'm not going to like it. No. No. I'm not sure so... if anyone's going to like it. <laughs> We'll see. I still <laughs> sit there at home sometimes going, Terry said it's a, it's something that TV shows do. Sometimes. I, sometimes. <laughs> Look, let's just tell you, okay? Let's no. just... Oh, uh, I kind of... When is it happening? How I long have we got? I, I have sure. no idea. No idea. All right, now it's more fun to yeah. me not to know, yeah. I think. I actually want to have a screening night that night, though. I don't want <gasps> us to come should. in and do a podcast about it because I want to be there the moment that... 
the episode takes a turn to yes. do something that both Terry and I and I'm sure a lot of people listening know about. I want to just see your face and how far <laughs> down your mouth drops. <laughs> I just if it's, it turns into a cartoon or if it's Dave uh, like a Christmas special. Look, it's not a cartoon, but it's something like that to where it will be live action and then bang, it'll become a cartoon, and you just go, "What the friggin' hell is going on?" We're like, "Yeah, this is going to go on for two episodes of crossover." Yeah, I want to be there. Let's do a screening night. Let's we make should. it happen. Yes, do it. Lock it in. Yeah, well, uh, sure. I'm we happy to for find that. out when they are. Yeah. Oh, it will be interesting. Um, all right, let's. Should we do the wrap up? Mitch, you want to go first? Oh, God. I've, oh, I okay. don't feel confident. Oh, come feel, on, man. I don't feel confident about this one. All right, do you want me to go first again or yes. you guys yes, go? Yes, you go first. Okay, arrow, number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, only because I need to try and boost it up. Terry's really going to bring it down again. So um, I think I really liked Barry on the train. Mm. I, I thought that was awesome. Uh, just purely on that, I'm going to put that number two, then Legends, then Supergirl. Yep. Okay. Okay. Terry? I'm going to go Flash, Legends, Arrow, uh. and Supergirl <laughs> is last because she's shitting me. Do you just me. put Arrow down there well, just I, to hate no, it? I, or I, to hate me? No, I... <laughs> Hate you, Ben. No, I I did enjoy the episode, but I well, really why liked, is it number because three? Because I really liked Flash and Legends as well. Uh, Mitch, uh, I've got oh, Arrow up the top. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go Supergirl last, and yeah. again, not because I hated it. I just think um, it's again this week, like last week, a little bit, a little bit tight. Um, <laughs> I was going to surprise everyone and say um, and say Legends second, just because it didn't piss me off as much this week. <laughs> um, but after talking about it and realizing how much they may have messed up the start of it, again, that's it, it's only repeating its own contradictions. It's not continually surprising me yeah. like it has. So, uh, look, I had it written down before. I'll, I may as well stand with it. I'll put Legends in second. And Flash in third. There's not a lot between it, if anything, but that's just what I had written down before, before yeah. I had all right. it all rethought about. So. Can you quickly do your averages? I certainly can. Supergirl, well and truly Flash. our uh, bottom show of the week. Yep. Um, Arrow will be number one because it's uh, got two out of three number ones. <laughs> I would say Legends is number two um, because it's got a second, second and third placing. And then Flash, oh, it's a first, second and third. Uh, yeah, okay. We'll have to do the math properly later again. But I, th- I think... <laughs> It'll be on the website. This looks like I'm biased towards my own pick, but it's actually Arrow 1, Legends 2, Flash 3rd, and Supergirl last. That's week three, back for the mid-season break on Get Into Geek. You're welcome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, what else is on Get Into Geek? Uh, plenty of other stuff. Um, if for anyone who has missed it, we are teaming up with Event Cinemas at the moment for their in-the-house cult film classics festival they've got going on at the moment. So uh, we've got uh, reviews coming up. The first few movies, we've had Ferris Bueller's Day Off and then a double feature coming up with... The Fly and Gattaca. So we've got some uh, reviews going up there. If you're uh, interested in going along to the program, hit up eventcinemas.com.au. Check out our reviews 
before or after, depending on whether you've seen the films or not. As always, uh, we've got some, some trailer reviews going up, uh, some movie reviews kicking off again soon. Logan is one that we're really looking forward to. Uh, hopefully we'll get a Great Wall one up there as well. And um, yeah, all the LRTV stuff, you can check out Get Into Gate as well, our Stargate sideshow on a separate podcast channel, but that uh, is all on our uh, separate podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram for our socials. Get Into Geek at gmail.com or just the website getintogeek.com Wow, you've said a lot. I'm sorry. A lot of words. <laughs> wow. And don't forget next week only Supergirl and Eric. Yes. So yep. yeah, it's that's your what Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday Tuesday, Thursday night sorted. Yeah. Get into geek.com.